This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yijun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish in my kitchen. And that dish is. Drumroll, please. Bread bananas. Now, you've probably heard of banana bread, which is essentially bread, or rather cake, that tastes like bananas. But what if you flip that around? What if you made a banana that tastes like bread? I know it sounds a little crazy. But this is a thing. So I saw a few people making this、uh, bread banana on this Facebook group I'm in called Subtle Asian Cooking. And it essentially uses a baudo that is shaped into a banana. It even has different shades of dough for the banana skin and banana flesh. And most impressively, it can even peel like a banana. So, this is a super fun one to make, guys, and I highly, highly encourage you to make it. It isn't as crazy as you might think it is. So, if you want to read the recipe or want to see some photos for reference, it's up on my food blog at junantonic.com. That's J U N A N D T O N I C.com. But if you're just here for the audio kitchen journey, listen on as we head to the kitchen. Okay, we are back in the kitchen again this week, and let's just dive straight into it. We're making this、uh, bread banana, or, well, technically it's a pao or a manto that is made into the shape of a banana. And I thought it was pretty cool. So,、uh, the method for making this is basically we're g o i n g to make two separate doughs, one White and one colored with a bit of a pumpkin puree so it turns yellow, sort of like the skin of a banana. And basically, we're just gonna knead two of these doughs separately,、uh, and then we're gonna roll the white dough into the yellow dough to sort of make that banana shape before steaming them. So, I'm gonna make the white dough first. So, I'm using a stand mixer here, but this is also totally doable by hand. I'm just Well, I, I just think it's a bit efficient, or you might call it lazy. <laughs> But、um, yeah, so I'm just gonna pop everything into this mixer bowl. And what I'll need here is to start off with some flour.、Uh, I'm using some pao flour here, which、uh, I got from just your regular bake shop. I just got this from Bake With Ian.、Um, I'm using 200 grams of flour. Let me just measure that out. Great, 200 grams, some sugar, around two to three tablespoons of sugar. Okay, there's the sugar in.、And、then I'm gonna add a pinch of salt.、And、then I'm just gonna mix this together so it's well dispersed. And I'm gonna sort of make a shallow well in the middle and add in my water and just about a teaspoon of oil. 
I'm using about 90 milliliters of water to start with. And later, depending on the texture of the dough, I might add uh, another tablespoon or so of water as well. So let's add that in. Okay. And a bit of oil. And also I'm gonna add in uh, a bit of yeast, just two grams, and also a bit of uh, baking powder, which actually I should have added the baking powder in the beginning with the dry ingredients, but uh, powder is uh, pretty forgiving, so you can just add all of those all together. I know all you bakers out there listening to this are like cringing at my uh, nonchalance for uh, making doughs and batters. But you know how people always say like, oh, baking is a lot tougher than cooking because you have to be really accurate when it comes to baking. But actually for me, when it comes to anything I bake, I just really aga aga, you know, and it works most of the time. Well, I think like 90, 95% of the time it, it works fine. So I'm okay with that. So it's not that true that you have to be super accurate with your measurements. Um... But then again, don't, uh, disclaimer, don't blame me if uh, your cookies or cakes turn out wrong the next time you make it. But yeah, I guess that's just, that's just how I roll. Okay, let's in, add in this yeast. And a bit of baking powder as well. Just half a teaspoon. Then, it's gonna give this a rough mix. So it comes together. Okay, and then I'm gonna put this into the stand mixer. Let it knead on a dough hook for around five minutes, I would say. And as I said before, like I'll be watching out for the texture as well, and I might also add a bit more water in just to get it to to bind a bit better. Okay, while that's going, I'm just gonna get another bowl and prepare the ingredients for the yellow dough for the banana skin that we're making and we're just gonna weigh them all out. And okay, it's the same concept. We're just gonna get all our dry ingredients measured first. So that's the pao flour. 200 grams again. Then, this time I'm not gonna use sugar because uh, for the wet ingredients, there'll be the pumpkin puree. And I'm actually probably also gonna add in some uh, flesh of a banana, just so you get a bit of banana flavor there. And uh, so we're not gonna use sugar because that the pumpkin and banana will provide the sweetness, but we are gonna add salt and baking powder. So let me just add that in. Just a pinch of salt. And again, a half teaspoon of baking powder just to help it to rise okay once I have this I'm just gonna check on my uh, first dough actually okay the first dough is looking good I just added in uh, about a tablespoon of water just so it binds better um, and I'll just let, let that one knead for another two to three minutes 
while that is going, I'm just gonna get a banana and mash it up. Now I'm mashing up this banana with a fork and I'm using just one banana here, which is about 60 grams, just the flesh. And to this, I'm also gonna add some uh, pumpkin puree. And the pumpkin puree here is really more for uh, the color than anything. Because when you mix the pumpkin puree into the dough, it will turn it like a gorgeous yellow that is very, very similar to um, the color of a banana. So, let's just add it in. Now, I'm using about 100 grams of uh, pumpkin puree here. And just to be sure of the consistency, just to make sure there aren't any like big lumps, I'm just gonna pass this puree, this uh, pumpkin through a sieve. And if you can't find pumpkin puree, you can always make it from scratch. So basically you just uh, steam up some pumpkin or you can roast them actually. Um, and then scoop out the flesh and you steam them for around half an hour to 45 minutes, depending on how big your pumpkin is. Sometimes even more actually, if you get those really gigantic ones or actually a butternut squash works as well. In fact, it works better and it's easier to handle. Um, and after that, you just scoop up the flesh. Uh, you can discard the skin um, and you just mash it up into a paste. Okay, then to the pumpkin puree, I'm gonna add a bit of uh, yeast as well. And then I'm just gonna mix it up. Add my bit of oil. Okay, and I'm just gonna add all the dry ingredients into this and put it into the stand mixer to mix again. And actually, um, I just checked my uh, first dough and it's done. It's looking really smooth and pliable. I'm just gonna take it out of the stand mixer and roll it into a ball and let it rest. And that means my stand mixer is free. So I'll just add all these uh, ingredients for the second dough, the yellow dough, into the stand mixer and let it knead also. Okay, so I did end up adding uh, quite a bit of water to the dough, probably around like 40, 50 milliliters. That's because I think it's because my uh, pumpkin puree uh, was relatively dry. But if you make pumpkin puree from uh, scratch from like fresh pumpkins, it should be, um, the water content should be higher. So this is something that you just have to watch out for and adjust as you see fit. Okay, now that both doughs are done, I'm just gonna let them rest for uh, just about five to 10 minutes until they sort of turn a bit larger. They won't quite double in size, but you'll feel that they get a bit softer and a bit more pliable. And after you let them rest comes the fun part. So what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna shape these out into um, bananas. And what I'm gonna do is uh, roll out the yellow dough first and roll it out into kind of like a, a flat oval. And then I'm gonna get the uh, white dough and roll it up into like a shape of a banana and put it on top of this flat sheet of yellow dough. And then I'm gonna roll it up and pinch it together. 
And so the white dough will be enclosed within the yellow dough and it will look hopefully exactly like a banana. And also to really sell that banana effect, I'm just going to prepare a, a paste of cocoa powder and water and also kind of just brush and mark bits of the skin with this uh, brown cocoa paste so it looks like a real banana. So uh, while the dough is resting, I'm just going to make the paste. Cocoa powder. And to this, I'm just going to add a touch of water and stir them together. Okay, now here comes the really fun bit. We are going to shape up these two doughs into a banana. So first, I'm going to weigh out 50 grams each of the white dough and the yellow dough. So let me do that. Now... I'll take this white dough and roll it up into like a rough cylinder, basically. Uh, basically, it's kind of like the shape of a, of a poop, if you will. And it's around, I would say, maybe 7, 8 cm long. And I'm just going to set that aside. Then I'm going to take the uh, yellow dough and I'm going to use a rolling pin here and roll it out thin and into a flat oval shape. So the oval will be about... 12 to 15 cm uh, long and about 6 to 8 cm wide. And let me just roll that out now. Okay, I think we're good. Now, I'm going to take the white dough that is, I guess, shaped like a poop and place it in the middle of this yellow dough. Then I'm gonna just grab the edges of the yellow dough and fold it all up so that the uh, white dough is enclosed with the yellow dough. So as you can imagine, the, the yellow dough is sort of like the skin of the banana and the white is the flesh. Okay, so I got it enclosed and I'm gonna pinch the seam close where the two uh, yellow doughs connect. Just pinch it close so that there's no line visible. And I'm going to pinch the two ends as well. Okay, now, I'm just going to give it a few rolls. Just roll it out a bit, just to even out the shape. And then, I'm going to put this on a piece of uh, wax paper or baking paper. So, you know those kind of like traditional bao paper, like the grey ones? So, I just cut a few rectangles of that, uh, just slightly larger than the shape of your banana bao. And I'm just going to put that on with the seam side facing down. And as I place it on this uh, wax paper, I'm also gonna just shape it a bit more, just so it resembles more of a banana. And especially on the ends, I'm just gonna pinch it close and shape it so that it's kind of like the stalk or the stem of a banana. Okay, then remember the, the cocoa powder paste that I was making before? I'm just gonna get that and brush it onto the bow with my fingers. And so this cocoa powder paste is pretty dry um, and it should sort of stick and make all these like brown marks on, on the bow itself so it looks a bit more realistic and kind of like a banana. And especially the stem as well, I can just dab a bit of uh, cocoa powder there as well because that is the part that's usually a bit more blackened. And I have to say it does, uh, it's starting to really look like a banana. 
which is uh, what we are going for. Okay, now I'm just gonna place it onto a tray to proof for a bit before putting it in the steamer. And so you just repeat this whole process with the rest of the dough and then you'll be ready for steaming. Okay, now I've just rolled out all of the dough and I'm going to steam them. So I've just uh, readied a wok uh, and put a bit of water under and bring it to a boil. And I've readied my steamer rack as well. So I guess in Malaysia, most of the household steamers are essentially woks with a rack. If you happen to have a steamer basket, you can use that. But the water has come to a boil, so I'm just going to place the banana paus inside and steam them for four minutes. Okay, let me set my timer for four minutes. Okay, put them in. And after four minutes, they will be ready. Okay, so it's been um, four minutes of steaming and I've just taken the banana pals out, let them cool for around two to three minutes and I'm going to peel one open right now. And yes, they do peel like a uh, regular banana, which I'm really, really amused by. <laughs> But uh, let's see. Mmm. Mmm. So the inside, the flesh is just a typical pao flavor. I did make it slightly sweet, but it's a very good pao. But the outside though, that's what I'm, that's what I'm curious about. Okay, here's the skin. Mmm. Mmm. There's just a slight hint of banana flavor in it, but you can't really taste the pumpkin at all. So the pumpkin... It's just all color. And I guess on its own, it's just like a plain pao. But it's all about the all about the look, right? And it's super cute. And I guess you can have this with your typical whatever you have for pao's with. Maybe some red bean paste, some kaya. And maybe at a future date, I'll make a banana puree and put it within the flesh itself as well to make it uh, like a triple banana. But this has been a really fun one to make. So I hope you make it and I'll see you next week. Now that is it for this week's recipe. I hope you found this really interesting and also easy to make. And maybe, just maybe, it will galvanize you into cooking. If you'd like to see the full recipe, you can find it on my blog at junandtonic.com. Or to keep up with all the food things I do, I'm on Instagram at junandtonic. That's J-U-N dot A-N-D dot T-O-N-I-C And finally, to listen to more episodes of this show, you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.